And welcome back, guys, to an episode of the Kings Experience. It's me, your boy Eli. It's me, Joe. And we're back to talk about some Loki and Bad Batch. We're probably going to start off with Bad Batch first. It's been, uh, what, two weeks since we talked about it? Uh, each, each show has two episodes we got to talk about? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we're going to try to at least get through at least sort of what happens in in, 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 in mm-hmm. these past episodes pretty fast, hopefully. Because, I mean, obviously, we have like uh, the last week's episodes of Bad Batch and Loki. Which, I mean, they're already out, so we're going to try to blaze through them. And mainly just try to discuss, you know, the, 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 this these the, this week's episode yeah. at the time of recording uh, this. But, uh, yeah, uh, I mean, let's just... Uh... Start off with Bad Batch. And really, this this first episode we're talking about, I think it's uh, episode 8? No, what, what episode is this? Yeah, that's... Uh... Other than Don't Keep Track, okay, nine, nine, nine. Yeah. Uh, episode nine and ten. So episode nine, it's really just continuing the situation with Omega, where we, f- where she's uh, being taken away by Cad Bane, and now we have Fennec, who's coming in to, which we both saw coming a mile away. They're both gonna be fighting over to who takes um, Omega, but you know, and since the episode's already been out for a week, we can, we can go into a little bit of spoilers of this one. We find out why Omega's so special. Yeah, she is technically a boba. <laughs> yeah, she's a she's she's like the last uh, first generation, I guess. Yeah, clone of uh, Boba's uh, Jango's DNA. That's why, because uh, Boba Fett was the Alpha and Omega as well, the Omega. Of course. <laughs> Which uh, I mean, honestly, yeah, I, I, I it makes sense uh, to me. I, I think uh, there was a bit of discussion of, like, I think because uh, Tech mentioned that she's the last, uh, like, I guess, not pure, but, like, she has, like, the most competent DNA out of mm. all the uh, clones that they have left. So if they wanted to make more clones, then they would use Omega. Because, you know, Django's dead, obviously. Boba is, you know, getting on with his life, being a bounty hunter, probably. Uh <laughs> And, uh, yeah, they only had Omega, and now that she's gone, uh, you know, the Kaminoans are like, oh, fuck, we don't have any more clones. We need yeah. we need her for the clone shit, and the Prime Minister's are like, you know, was the one that hired Cad Bane, but uh, the Doctor Kaminoan, mm-hmm. uh, who oversaw uh, Omega, mm-hmm. was the one that hired Fennec, and essentially had sort of wants, Fe- you know, because essentially I think the Prime Minister's like, after we, you know, get her and get the DNA, dispose of her. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, but uh, obviously uh, the, fem- the female doctor uh, doesn't want to do that because she probably she has feelings for Omega. Yeah, it's like a daughter. Yeah, you know, like uh, so, you know, she essentially has Fennec to just sort of run interference. Yeah, just making sure that Cad Bane doesn't bring her in, uh, and you know, obviously the Bad Batch are able to find Omega thanks to Omega sort of scanning around, mm. doing, doing Omega things, doing Omega things, trying to get the signal out. And, uh, yeah, uh, Omega's safely back with the Bad Batch. Yeah. And Fennec's like, listen, all right, if you need me to do any other stuff, you know how to call me, right? Mm-hmm. There's a friendship now. Uh, I mean, I guess a working relationship. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, more more for Omega than than, than the ba- rest of the Bad Batch. Uh, I, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, essentially, I think this is, I think the, the important thing to take out from this episode is that Omega is basically another... Boba in terms of a pure clone because the, the idea is that all these clones have a little slightly defect or 
if you're the bad batch a lot of defects yeah because the more times they use that genetic clone genetic code or whatever the more it gets uh used up mm-hmm. so they need more and omega being those are the last pure one mm-hmm. uh they need that yeah because remember that was the whole deal with uh, with boba is that Django wanted kind of like a son yeah that's why he's like okay uh, you can clone me you can be the first but d- d- don't rush his aging let him grow up normally. Yeah. As a son to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's super interesting that we techni- that technically Boba has a sister. <laughs> technically. Technically. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, that's sort of the uh, last... A little of- sister. Yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, um, so that that's the episode 9. Now we j- we'll just jump forward to episode 10. Um, By the way, if you're wondering why why we're just like blazing through uh, Bad Batch, because it's, re- it's just there's the storytelling is just simple, straightforward. Yeah, I mean there isn't. Uh, I mean there there aren't a whole lot. I mean, you know the revelations. I mean obviously the big revelation this past episode was you know the whole Omega being, mm-hmm. you know, a pure clone. Uh, but besides that, I mean it's just sort of standard uh, action fighting, Cad Bane versus Fennec. You know, which is awesome. Yeah, you know, pr- pretty pretty legit. And, uh... Cat Bane being a badass as always. Yeah, he's like... You ain't experienced enough to handle me, Fennec. Back off, this is my prey. Mm-hmm. But, uh... I, I'll admit, I like how they just keep giving him, like, these really cool shots. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's pure Western. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They gave him the, 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 the whole Western, like, imagery. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, alright. But, yeah, that's sort of, like, uh, why we're kind of going through this. Also, it's, like, a week old at this point. Yeah. It's not recording, so, you know... Uh, we gotta we gotta move things along. Yeah. So now we're on to episode ten. Uh, that happened this week. Uh, which is basically a the the center of the separatist. Uh, mm. uh one of the separatist planets. Yeah, I think it's like one of the, like it's one of the big ones. Yeah. Uh, like it's under empire control. They want one of the senators to basically be like, hey, listen, follow the empire's rules. You know, submit that stuff. But he's like, no. I'm an upstanding senator. I fight for my people. Mm. You know, I'm not going to let them do this. And, of course, uh, the Imperials are like, seize him, arrest him. And he has his droid basically sort of send out like, a, hey, we need someone to break out, you know, the senator. Mm. And, of course, that news travels up to Sid, which travels up to the Bad Batch. And it's like, hey, listen, I need you to free this senator, separate, separate senator mm. or whatever. It's going to be a lot of big bucks. And uh, the Bad Batch are like, no, we're not helping the separatists. Yeah, because it, it's you gotta remember these guys have been at war with them for basically their entire lives. Yeah, they were pretty much, you know, they were born for the fight the separatists yeah. and the droid armies. So, you know, they're very, there's very much like, nah, we ain't gonna handle this. And it's like, listen, you still got a debt to me, so you, you know, got to do the job. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but you know, obviously Hunter because of you know, yeah, having two bounty hunters on Omega and as well as like a whole planet full of imperials is like you know what omega sit this one out you hang out with sid and you know obviously omega's very kind of sad about it like i don't i don't don't like this you know i'm part of the team yeah it's like no all right like listen you gotta sit this one out all right though i will say we she she finds a way to make her make it her own yeah she does find a way to be useful and has a bit of a bonding moment with sid in this episode yeah which is a interesting it's the best way to bond over money <laughs> yeah, because uh, Sid finds out that she's actually very good at playing the uh, that weird like strategy game. 
that weird chess game that we never that no one has ever acknowledged how it plays. Yeah. Unless you're like a really big deep Star Wars nerd and for one, tell me how it's played because I don't know how it's played. There's probably some Lost Legends book about it where like they explain the intricacies of how to play. Listen, I'm pretty sure it's going to be in no like it's going to be like first season Yu-Gi-Oh anime where the rules do not apply to this anime. I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm actually surprised they haven't ever even uh, attempted to make a board game out of that. What if they did? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'll bet money on it. Uh, but yeah, uh, you know, so, you know, Omega's good at playing this game. Sid's like, hey, listen, how about you play for me for some money? And, you know, they, it's like, all right, yeah, we can do yeah, that. Yeah, up, that's how they basically pay off the debt. Yeah, and meanwhile, while this is all going on, uh, the Bad Batch, the rest of the Bad Batch, are, uh... Heading, you know, to save the se- the separatist senator, and uh, I think Tech and Wrecker are very much like, I don't trust this. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're walking into a trap. While Tech and Hunter have to be like, listen, all right. Well, you mean Echo? Echo. I mean, yeah, Echo. Yeah. Echo. Echo and Wrecker are, are very much like uh, skeptical about the whole mission. Yeah, because remember, Echo's like what uh, for at least one of the a reg, a regular uh, clone. Mm-hmm. So like he he he's been part of the whole thing since the beginning, all the way back to like season one of Clone Wars. So he 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 is definitely not all aboard the whole saving the separatists, because he's like no, no fuck those guys. They're the reason my some of my buddies are dead. Yeah yeah yeah. So I you know they have to get this help from this droid. Uh, I mean the the droid that's like uh, owned by the separatist senator. Mm-hmm. I I forget his name, but it's a very uh, I think Singh. Yeah. Uh, I will say I find it kind of weird how, um, not saying they are, but they uh, the the clones are a little aggressive towards that to, towards that droid. Well, I mean, <laughs> they 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 fought droids all the time during the yeah. Clone Wars, so I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, even the Bad Batch, whenever like uh, the the droid does something, like you can't break this vase; it's very valuable, and it's like. <sighs> droids droids <laughs> you know so one note. yeah but basically they do a whole little break-in you know they uh it is an awesome break-in yeah it's like a breakout yeah breakout yeah like they they break into this uh the the facility they you know they knock out some clones with the sun with stun guns and uh you know various other tactics and of course the uh the escape itself is pretty uh uh ballsy because uh the uh, they hijack an Imperial Walker, you know, uh, and they're just sort of having to like dodge all these uh, cannon fire from other walkers, and eventually uh, the senator leads them to a secret passage that they blow up so that way they can escape. And uh, you know, when they reach the ship, uh, the senator's like hesitates for a second. He's like, "I can't run away. These are my people. I have to fight." Yeah, for that's them. like one of the few moments where like, oh right, these are people. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's very much like I, 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 I don't feel right leaving my people here behind, and and everybody, including Echo, who has a bit of a change of heart for a little bit, is yeah. like, no, you need to like survive, you fight live, another day, live to fight another day, all right? Because this ain't over. You'll mm-hmm. you'll help for your people. Yeah, and that's something I've always liked in some of these. Uh, I know for some people, you know, I want you to explain more, give me more details. Like, no. I get it. Just just one little thing like that is able to like get me to really root for this guy, because we okay he's a separatist like and we've all known separatists to be the bad guys, but this guy 
clearly has the care for his people. You don't got to show him doing a lot of extra stuff. Be like, no, I can't lie to my people. Because that's, that's basically the the, begin, the inciting conflict with uh, with the senator was that all he had to do was like say, hey, Empire, that ain't so bad. Yeah, but he was like, no. No, not. fuck that. No, I can't do this. I can't do that. No. This, no. This is wrong. Yeah. And even and at the end of the episode, he's like, um, am I about to just, I, I can't abandon my people. Like, I can't do that. Yeah. Like, I don't, you don't need, like, a whole lot of backstory and explanation and show how he tried. You just gotta show that he cares. It's one of those things where, like, it kind of elevates that, slightly elevates that character to being more than just, like, a very, like, you know, flat character. You know, now he's more, now, now you get it. He, he, he cares. Yeah, he's a separatist, but he's doing it for it because he cares about his people. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, the real, you know, the Empire is now the real big bad. Mm-hmm. All right, so, you know... So the separatists are, are, are essentially, you know, having to deal with the Empire now. So, you know, it, it's mm-hmm. kind of, like, easier to root for the separatists now. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, that's sort of... Well, uh, I was going to say, like, if you think about it, you know, whatever the political dealings of the reason why the separatists wanted to leave, you know, the, the Republic, they probably had a good reason. Or that, you know, they were manipulated by the dark side or, you know, everybody. I mean, yeah, yeah can't do good. Count Dooku, you son of a bitch. But, um, like, he, this person I generally had, like, you know, no, just being in the Republic has not helped my people. If I separate them, then, you know, it, this, this is me, you know, speculating. That's because, like, that's what you can do with, with, with a slight, you know, you know, introduction of the idea that maybe the Separatist leader wasn't so bad. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, if the, if the people were willing to hear him out, then I mean, like, maybe he wasn't so bad. Yeah. But uh, anyways, yeah, that's sort of where the episode ends. They return back and they find Omega just, you know, like you said earlier, uh, she's paid off the debt because she's yept on winning all these uh, matches. And uh, uh, Hunter decides, you know, because she helped pay off the debt, it's like, all right, well, we're going to play one match, you and me. If you win, no more staying behind. You're, you're coming with us every mission, mm-hmm. you know? Um- <laughs> I really do love the the father daughter stuff they have with Hunter and um, Omega. Hey, Omega, it's it, it really you know like humanizes Hunter a bit, cause he's such like a caring dad. <laughs> he's he, he's such a warrior lad. Like he's like, where's Omega? Is Omega okay? Or even he forgets that Omega's around. Not yeah, around. I'm sorry. Yeah, cause he does mention like, all right, Tech, you and Omega go on, uh, go this side. And it's like, I mean, that's impossible because Omega's not here. And it's like, oh yeah. I did leave her behind. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess, I mean, obviously, I mean, to be fair, like, I mean, he's obviously trying to be, uh, uh, protective, you know, simply because, hey, two bounty hunters tried to take her, and one almost successfully, like, brought her to her, who, to her, to the contact, so, clearly, you know, it's, it's starting to become clear that, you know, it's very difficult to try to, uh, keep Omega safe, right? Yeah. But, you know, like, they're going to do their best trying. Yeah. So, yeah, that's sort it's of... It's also one of those things where Omega's clearly capable of helping out. Yeah, not in, like, direct... Not in, like, fights, but, like, very indirectly. Mm-hmm. I mean, heck, I mean, Hunter's definitely sort of, like, I think now sort of, like, okay, maybe we can use her for her strategy skills now. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like, like... Like, in most shows, with whenever they have, like, the kid sidekick, they usually get themselves in trouble... Or, you know, they get kidnapped or just kind of annoying sometimes. But Omega's thankfully isn't that. Mm-hmm. She's just a really sweet character who, 
is actually capable of to do a lot of work. Cause remember, she's a clone of Jango Fett, so she can do some shit. Oh. Uh-huh. So it's 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 not like impossible for her not to do any of that. Yeah. And, you know. Um. So far, I th- I still think Bad Batch is super solid. Like, it it delivers what it needs to, and it gets us there in time. Um. I think we forgot to talk about Crosshairs the last episode, but you know, basically, he's just you know being Crosshairs. I mean, yeah, he's uh, definitely injured, and he's very, very much pissed off. Like, God damn it! <laughs> they got away again! Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. But, you yeah, know, um, I give both these episodes, like, a solid seven. Really? Because I think I gave... I feel like... Uh, yeah, I think the episode nine would probably be, uh, uh, like, an eight, but this one would probably be, like, a seven. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just... I, 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 that's I just, fine. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. But uh, anyways, uh, now that we're done with Bad Batch, we can jump straight into Loki. And holy shit, there's a lot to talk about. <laughs> yeah, quite a bit. Holy shit. I'll say this right now. Um, obviously, by the time this episode's released, it's going to be spoiler. A little bit of spoilers here and there. But uh, funny thing is, um, one of my coworkers was telling me about their theories about Loki. And by the end of uh, this recent episode, I was like, son of a bitch, he was right. Okay. He, like, I merely thought of you when you were talking about your goddamn prophecies of Smash Bros. reveals. I mean, I guess, sure. But, uh, yeah. Uh... Just because how accurate he was on that shit. All right. Yeah, fair enough. Um, but let, let's start with episode three, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah uh, right. Where uh, we we cut to um, Loki and uh, the female Loki, who uh, reveals her name to be just Sylvie in this episode. Uh, they've essentially, uh, because, uh, you know, they escaped the TVA, uh, wait, hold on. It's, they, uh, oh, I'm trying to remember correctly. Sylvie's trying to chase after, basically trying to get into the, wherever the Time Lords are at. Yeah, the Time Keepers. Yeah, and Loki gets her and traps her in a, they trap each other into another apocalypse, except it's the be- it's the worst kind of one. Yeah, it's the worst one because they're on a planet with an ash with with another planet about to crash into the yeah. uh, into each other, and uh, you know there's no like if they can't find a way to power the little uh, device that's allows them to open port you know the, all these time portals to you know travel mm-hmm. through time, then they're basically you know uh, dead. Yeah, because essentially. Uh, Sylvie mentions that no one lives through this. All right, everyone here dies. <laughs> uh, it's two planets colliding. <laughs> yeah, I mean, r- realistically, there's no possible way for anyone to like live through that. So you know, it's just sort of them trying to like find places where they can get power, uh, and also just sort of like uh, dealing with each other's own uh, uh, differences. Differences, obviously, like Loki being more like you know skilled with his magic abilities and mm. stuff with uh while uh sylvie only really knows how to do like uh the little mind enchantments yeah. get into people's heads a little bit uh and you know they sort of just they kind of have bits of like just sort of banter of like hey, well i mean clearly we should do this this way and it's like that's not a plan all right you don't even know what you're talking about right yeah very much sort of back and forth, but they, they sort of kind of get along a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, they they establish that they're that they're yeah they're Loki's, but they're also like a different kind of Loki. Because like one thing that that's established is that 
you know, Sylvie wasn't taught by um, Freya. She had to teach herself. Mm-hmm. While Loki, who we already know, was taught by Freya. And I think, and it's such a sweet moment. It's when, and it's just Sylvie, just you know, hearing Loki being, "Yeah, I love my mom." <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, they get on this train. They try, you know, as like the fastest way to get to this uh, arc, mm-hmm. essentially, uh, that's gonna leave the planet. And they're thinking, okay, we can use the power of that arc to recharge this uh, this sort of device. Mm-hmm. To, you know, to leave. And obviously they're like, we're kind of screwing these people out. It's like, yeah, but they all die anyway, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so, but obviously uh, there's some shenanigans about on the train. They get tossed. Because it's Loki. Up. Yeah, because it's Loki. You know, he he, he he gets into a little bit of shenanigans. Uh, they get By the way, badass, uh, I want to say Norwegian song. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I think the, the little uh, subtitles mentioned it was an Asgardian song. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, you know, uh, but I mean, you know, it could have been, Nor- I guess, Norwegian uh, lyrics. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, they get tossed up the train, and it's like, well, they're like, it's gonna take us freaking forever to get there. And it's like, yeah, all right, but you know, they still sort of have like this sort of little banter back and forth. And by the time they get there, uh, they realize that the the uh, the arc's about to leave, right? And it's like, all right. What if we can somehow change this mm-hmm. to somehow maybe we you know with the with the work of two Lokis maybe we can change the timeline a little bit and escape off that on that ship mm-hmm. and they try you know going through this sort of a uh, a bit of an extended one shot of them just having to fight all these guards sort of dodge all the uh, bits and pieces of the planet falling on to the city. And of course, uh, just a big chunk just crashes into the uh, the arc, and uh, pretty much destroys it. Thus, uh, pretty much just leaving Loki and Sylvie isolated, uh, and now sort of having to come to terms with like, okay, I guess we're gonna be, I guess we're gonna die now, right? And that's sort of where the uh, third episode ends, mm-hmm. you know, in a very sort of. Uh, uh, you know, in a depressing cliffhanger, if you will. I will say that was shot amazingly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, there's a lot. Of, I think it, it, it's the colors mm-hmm. that are involved because it is also. A... It was all one shot. I mean, yeah, I mean, that, yeah, it is impressive. Um, uh, but yeah, I think it's, a lot of it does come from the colors mm-hmm. uh, of the environment because they're in like the sort of like uh futuristic city mm-hmm. it's a lot a of purple yeah a little bit it's like there's a lot of uh, purples and like neon and stuff so you know it, 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 it looks visually nice as well as you know i guess the backdrop of like the planet falling uh, on you know coming down you know that's also very uh interesting shot um and then uh yeah it's sort of uh it is sort of like i guess kind of uh I mean, obviously, it leaves you off off on a depressing sort of note. Mm-hmm. But of course, you know, this week's episode shows up, and we sort of uh, get to see sort of the aftermath for a little bit, mm-hmm. as uh, Loki and Sylvie are just, uh, and you know, we're gonna jump straight into episode four. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, they just mm-hmm. accept death. Yeah, they're kind of just like just hanging out in the middle of like nowhere, you know, watching as all these 
bits of the planet are cr crashing down. Meanwhile, uh, Mobius and all the other like members of the TVA are just mm -hmm. trying to figure out, okay, where are the Lokis? Where are they? We need to figure out where on the timeline is there any sort of like weird, you know, mm -hmm. uh, like variant variation, you know, mm -hmm. trying to see if like whatever they're doing, if they can find them. And, uh, it's also here where we sort of learn quickly, uh, that, uh, the, uh, the one, uh, Minutemen, Mm -hmm. That was uh, captured by Sylvie. Because uh, I think oh, the... Who captured, who captured Sylvie. Yeah. You said captured by Sylvie. But, yeah, she was, though. We're talking about the Minutemen that she yeah, made the mind. Yeah, you said that it was like... It made it sound like you said Sylvie captured her, but... But Sylvie did capture her. Oh yeah, we're talking. Okay, never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're talking about the one that she was doing the whole mind thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, I thought you were talking about the other one. No. Okay. Okay, but yeah, yeah. You know, we learned that she apparently has died. Yeah. And Moby is like, wow, she was perfectly fine when we found her. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, she deteriorated quickly. You know, she was losing her mind. You know, she did things to her mind or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's like, and, you know, this is sort of like a bit of like a. Uh, All right. Yeah, like That's a weird. Yeah, this is this is kind of weird, but okay. Which I think you forgot to mention that in in the last episode we find out that everyone at the TVA is a variant. Right, that is something I, I forgot to mention because that's sort of what Sylvie sort of tells Loki is that uh, when she was messing with uh, the agent, the uh, the Minutemen that she uh, mm -hmm. captured, uh, she was essentially just found memories of a past life on earth yep so you know basically sort of pointing out that hey everyone here at the uh everyone at the tva they're all variants they're all captured by the timekeepers mm -hmm. and uh you know they're forced to work there and their memories are wiped and they don't even you know they don't even know what their previous lives right and uh so yeah that's sort of like so, that's sort of an underlying thing that you know, it gets discovered in episode four by some people. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll get into a little bit. Um, but yeah, you know, uh, back to Loki and Sylvie. They're sort of just like pretty much. Yeah, they're ex they're accepting it, waiting for it to happen. And uh, there, there's a moment where they start holding hands, and mm -hmm. that's when, like, they the, yeah the, the the TVA, you know, Mobius and them sort of see like, all right, that's a variation off the timeline what's going on there that's something that you know we've never seen before mm -hmm. and of course that's where they find them they capture them and they sort of bring them in and uh, uh mobius for a little bit decides to uh you know uh uh at least wear what loki down a bit by having him relive a, mm -hmm. a memory of him messing with sif and sif is back <laughs> i mean cameo yeah, yeah, te yeah, technically, it, it, yeah, it's a cameo. It's just her uh, being the shit out of Loki. Which because, is hilarious. Yeah, because he... Uh, it's an endless loop. Yeah, yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, he's essentially... Yeah, he's being looped into feeling... Getting beat up by her, like, over and over and over again. Which, I mean, obviously, it's funny. Um, and I think I think what he did was based on an actual myth. I read that somewhere. I don't know if it's true, so someone can correct me, obviously. I mean, yeah, that's... 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 Uh, that's uh, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I, I guess it's a little, 
fun to do sometimes mm-hmm. just take actual norse myths and just mm-hmm. you know play it up for the mcu mm-hmm. uh but yeah you know it's sort of that meanwhile uh mobius is sort of kind of like wants to interrogate you know sylvie mm-hmm. right and and uh uh his boss, I believe it's Ramona. Yeah, it's not Ramona. Yeah, and she's like, no, 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 You handle your Loki and, you know, we'll handle this Loki, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, but why? I feel like I can figure out what exactly they were doing and why that we saw that weird spike mm-hmm. if I just could talk to both of them. It's like, no, 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 don't worry about it, all right? Just, let's, let's, let, us, let us handle... You handle that Loki and we'll handle this Loki. And, it's and like, you can already... And like, it's like we already said, like... Mobius is like, okay, something's up, man. I don't know. Yeah, it's like, hmm, this is a little sus. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a bit suspicious. I gotta, but you know, I'll play my cards. So you know, I'll hold I'll hold on my my cards for now. And he goes back to Loki, brings him out, sort of does a bit of an interrogation with him, just trying to figure out, hey, listen, what's the deal here? What's going on? Mm-hmm. Right? Are you guys working together? And he's like, work with her? No, she's just. She's annoying, you know, she just doesn't, you know. Yeah, and here we get to the part where I'm like, I don't know about this decision. I'm, I think I might be reading it differently than how it's supposed to be, but it's, Mobius implies that Loki is in love with Sylvie. Yeah, because essentially uh, Mobius tried to do a bit of a trick play of like, of like, Loki's being like, oh, I, I was just using her, so that just means to an end, you know. And it's like, oh, okay, well then, you know. I guess you wouldn't care enough to know that we, uh, you know, she's been pruned, she's dead, and, uh, you know, we got rid of that one, uh, I guess, side in your throne, you know, you're just here Loki now, right? And he's sort of like, wait, she's dead? Really? I, I, you know, like, fine, yeah, sure, that that's fine, and of course, uh, Mobius is like, dude, I'm messing with you. The way you're looking at, the look in your eyes, you totally, you know... There's some weird. Are, are you into? Are you into her? <laughs> you know, essentially, yeah. You know, sort of implying that uh, Loki does have like some feelings for Sylvie in a way, mm-hmm. whether or not it's because I think Mobius sort of mentions like this is like is this like some weird narcissism thing or like what? What what's the deal with that? You know, which I mean, you know, it's it's definitely interesting, right? Yeah. So, uh, it's an interesting turn that, uh, Loki would fall for, like, a female version of himself. But, uh, I mean, yeah, like, that's sort of, like, what he implies, and, and Loki as well, sort of, like, you know, he decides to, like, try to, like, tell Mobius that, like, hey, listen, alright, the TVA is lying to you. You guys are variants. You've had past lives, and they've you, they sort of t- taking you, and now you wiped your memory, and now you're working here at the TVA. All right, the timekeepers are lying to you, bro. And obviously, Moses is like, yeah, sure, yeah, sure. I mean, you've been lying to me all this entire time, so why would I believe you now, mm-hmm. right? So you know, they he sends Loki back in to get beat up by self once again, while he decides to go and uh, you know. Uh, Talk with Ramona again, but meanwhile we have the other uh, Minutemen. I think B fifteen, mm-hmm. I believe. Is there like Hunter B fifteen? Yes, yeah, Hunter B fifteen. Uh, decides to like because I think she's also sort of like uh, she wants to talk to uh, Sylvie and decides to take her back to the Rocksmart thing, mm-hmm. where she tells her, "Hey, listen, when you controlled me, I saw something. And I don't know what the hell that was, 
you better tell me now, all right? What the hell did I see? And it's like, it's your memories. Bullshit. I don't have memories. I, I, I was traded by the TVA. It's like, like, no, all right? Those are your memories, mm-hmm. all right? And she's like, show me more. And, of course, they don't, you know, you don't get, like, a little, like, flashback to all of her memories. No, because that would be too much. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. But we just sort of, like, see uh, Sylvie using her enchantment to, like, give her some of her memories back. And she's sort of like, I was so happy. Like, she starts crying, dude. Yeah, it's like, I've, this is with my this was my life, and now I'm, do- I'm down to doing this. You know, it's like, what's the, what, what do we do now? Yeah. You know? Essentially... Which- I love because like that 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 character has been very you know like stoic and like you know very you know uh, serious business serious business. But the moment that should happen and the moment she starts talking to Sylvia, you're like, you can already tell she softened up a bit. Like something happened. Yeah, like clearly her seeing like a glimpse of her memory, you know, just put her off edge, and now she's sort of like, I need answers. And now that she has the answers, she's like, what do we do now? Yeah, it's like she's fully on board. Yeah, with helping Sylvia now because he's like, all right, the TVA, and it's such a touching moment too. Yeah, she's yeah, just she, she, it's literally just her closing her eyes and be like, I was happy. And I was just like, what? Like, wow. So you this whole time you've never been happy. Wow, you this is a, this, like it just tells you how much the TVA has been lying to these people. Yeah, especially I, when we get to the next person that finds this out. Yeah, yeah, and of course, uh, you know, Moby's back with Rona. You know, they're having this uh, nice cheers, like, hey, we did it, we're gonna sol- we're solving this case, you know, we're gonna freaking uh, send the Lokis down uh, to the timekeepers where they want to see us, uh, you know, prune them and stuff, and you're you're invited. It's like, oh, that's great. And uh, Mobius decides to uh, switch their little uh, mm-hmm. time pads, I think. Yeah. Uh, you know, where it's kind of like their personal phones or whatever. Mm-hmm. So uh, once he does that, he leaves, he decides to check... On what, which can I say it doesn't it remind you of a Game & Watch I mean, the design look I mean I guess but like uh, I, I don't know I don't know if it's intentional or not yeah. I mean given the aesthetics of the TVA being sort of like this like early, late 70s early 80s like office vibe mm-hmm. like I don't know maybe maybe mm-hmm. that's intentional I'm not sure maybe they just like maybe it just happened to look like it I mean, yeah, like, it, it, I don't know. I'm not saying it's an actual, you know. No, I know, I know. I'm just, I, I feel, I mean, it, I don't know if it's intentional or not. I mean, if anything, it, I feel like it's more like an advanced pager. Yeah. If you will. But, yeah, no, he basically scrolls through, finds uh, about about uh, what happened with the uh, the Minutemen mm-hmm. from, you know, the previous Minutemen that died. And uh, turns out uh, they interrogated her, and she... You know, obviously, like, no, like, listen, all right? I, what I saw was real. Those were my memories, all right? We're all variants, you know? The TVA is lying to us, and, uh, you know, we get we hear, like, a voice being like, that's enough. We're terminating the interview, or like, the interrogation, and we see it's Ramona. So mm-hmm. she clearly was, you know... Lying. Lying. Like, they basically killed her to keep, you know, the whole big truth about the TVA under wraps... Mm-hmm. And uh, Mobius decides, okay, you know what? Loki, you might be right. Loki, you might be right. I'm here. All right, listen. If you, like, I'm here to help you out. All right. I just, just, I just have to tell me. I, you know, I have to make sure I can trust you. It's like, because I mean, like, are you sure she like this? Sylvie girl's right about this. Like, I mean, yeah, I feel so. Like, I have to trust two Lokis. How about you trust a friend? Like, oh, 
You have to pull up the Legolas uh, Gimli moment. Yeah, pull, pull the friend card. Yeah. But, uh, you know, as soon as they leave, uh, uh, Ramona is right there with a bunch of Minutemen. She's like, I believe uh, you have something in mind. It's like, yeah, yeah, my bad. You know, I, I didn't realize that we, we switched our little uh, time pad thing. Such a annoying Wilson Minutemen. Yeah, yeah, wow. Uh, you know, just uh, here you go. And, of course, uh, 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 Ramona knows, like, you know, that... that you know what we got to do now. Yeah, yeah. Before uh, Owen Wilson gets pruned, he's like, listen, you know what I want to do? I want to go back to work. Because I think she mentioned... She, she yeah. mentioned earlier, like, if you could travel at any point in time, what would it be? And uh, Moby's like, eh, I don't know, I like working here. And he's like, you know my answer is now? I just want to go back to where I was, you know, yeah. in my previous life. I'm probably riding a jet ski. Yeah, because he's always been in his house with those, those jet skis. Which, I mean, you know, probably is something that happened to him in his pre- in, in his past life, you yeah. know? Uh, and then he gets pruned. Loki and uh, Sylvie are both taken. But at the same time, Ramona realizes that all right, who's been who's been here with her? And it's like uh, Hunter B fifteen. You know, mm. she really wanted to, and she insisted. It's like find her. You know, find her. She she must know. She knows too much. You need to terminate her. And uh, they get brought in front of the time uh, the timekeepers. You know, all three of them just sitting on big the... old lizard looking dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, and essentially sort of putting them to judgment. You know, it's like we don't fear you guys, and it's like oh, I think you do. Or else, why the hell, you know, would you want to destroy us, right? Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, Hunter B fifteen shows up just in the nick of time to uh, free the get their collars off, uh, free free uh, Loki and Sylvie, and mm-hmm. they you know fight the TVA uh, these Minutemen mm-hmm. here, and but and they 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 beat them all, and they uh, and Sylvie uh, is able Ooh. to decapitate. One of the timekeepers. Yeah, and I was like, "Holy shit!" But then, like, they're like, "Oh, wait, hold up now." Yeah, because the other timekeepers are just laughing about it. Yeah, it's like, "Ha ha 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 ha!" You fools! And then they sort of just go like, Ur. "Yeah, no, it's like a ha ha." <laughs> yeah, and it turns out that the timekeepers were androids. The robots. They pulled the Wizard of Oz on us. And it's like, then who's who's running the TVA? What's going on here? And you know, like Loki tries to comfort Sylvie, but then he gets pruned by uh, Ramona, mm-hmm. and uh, there's one last struggle. And uh, Sylvie's like, "You're gonna tell me everything, mm-hmm. right? I ain't gonna kill you, but you're gonna tell me what the hell's going on." Yeah, and then that ends. Well, not doesn't end the episode because there's a there's an after credit scene. After credit scene, and in the after credit scene, we find out Loki he he ain't gone yet. No, he in fact he's uh somewhere else, and he's like, "Am I dead?" It's like, and we hear a voice like, "No." But if you don't come with us, you will be. And it's three, four more Lokis. Yep, we have a, a kid Loki. We have an old man Loki who's like dressed in the... Uh, the classic uh, outfit of Loki from the comics. Like way classic. Yeah, a black Loki and the alligator who's a Loki. Yeah. Which is... Yeah, that's obviously... And I'm just like, you son of a bitch, you did it. Because, like, I remember hearing Richard E. Grant was going to be in this movie, in the show. And this is what I'm saying my coworker was like, I think he's going to play old Loki. I think this is going to happen. I'm like, I don't know, man. And now, here we are, episode f- four, and it's like, son of a bitch, he was right. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, he looks good in that outfit. <laughs> the outfit looks kind of, you know... I mean, honestly, it's, it's meant to look yeah. d- dumb, but, like, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah, very, like, 
Halloween store kind of look, but it looks good. Yeah, yeah, which, I mean, it's a big, uh, you know. Yeah, it's Richard E. Grant as uh, Loki. I'm like, yeah, I can see that. It was an old Loki. Um, but yeah, no, this, this episode blew my mind. Yeah, it's definitely uh, one of the more, like, oh my god moments in yeah. this show. Especially since we are, I think, at the halfway point yeah. of this series? Uh, no, I think there might be two more episodes. Two more episodes? Yes. Okay, then. So we are, like, essentially we're hitting the, the, the climax of yeah. the story. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, you know, this is a kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, if anything, it makes me uh, wonder... Um, What's like, next? Who's the big bad? Yeah, like, I mean, like, are the timekeepers even, like, an actual thing? Like, what's going on with the TVA? Who's actually really the head mm-hmm. honcho? Um, well, there's a lot of questions. There's a lot of speculation that it's um, that it's going to be Kang the Conqueror because he's so hyped up. And, this is, and we're talking about time travel. Yeah, and he is sort of like the sort of a, who could potentially be a next big bad for the mm-hmm. MCU in general, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean that would be interesting. Yeah. Now I think I've said this before. My one thing about this is what really feels it feels I won't say it's a negative. Feel more like it feels like a really awkward thing for me. It's the whole uh, Loki and Sylvie possible romantic relationship. Um, to which you have noted before, like I don't know, it's kind of it seems like a very narcissistic thing to happen. Which would make sense for Loki. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, uh, Mobius points it out as well, you know, uh, in this episode. Uh, I mean, yeah. It, it, I mean, it is kind of weird. Well, I feel like more like it's not that he's in love with her, but it's more like him learning to love himself. I mean, you weren't. I mean, technically, you're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and in a way, <laughs> in, in, in the in, in, you know, in, in a in a weird cosmic way, yes, yeah, he hmm. would be loving himself. But I mean, I feel like you could do that in other ways. But. Yeah, god damn it. Yeah. Uh, but um, no, I think um, Loki is probably the better of the lot. I'm not saying I'm not saying. I, I love I love each show equally. You know, they have their ups and their downs. Uh, but I think this one is probably the the most enjoyable to watch right now. Yeah, I can see what you mean. I feel like for me, it's more of like this show has the most um, potential to impact the MCU. Well, that's the idea that uh, Kevin Feige has established with with everyone. It's like, yeah, this one's gonna be the more impactful of the of the of the of the, of the you know Marvel shows. Yeah, like this one is gonna have a lot more of a mm-hmm. like, uh, like. There's there's some there's some there's potential mm-hmm. consequences that might arise by the mm-hmm. end of this show, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, I, I mean, granted, like obviously, I think uh, with WandaVision, it's more like, hey, Wanda is now essentially now fully become the Scarlet Witch. She through through handling her grief, yeah, and stuff, and Falcon Winter Soldier, Falcon officially now takes up the mantle of the King Captain America, mm-hmm. with with all, also addressing sort of the the problems that come with Cap. And, like, the problems with there being a black Captain America. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like, granted, not to say that the other two shows didn't have, like, a lasting impact on the MCU. They do. This one has more of, like, a an overreaching mm-hmm. impact in terms of the universe. Mm-hmm. And, like, what we might in, be seeing. In the same way where Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one, set up the idea of the Infinity Stones. 
like fully set up the idea of the yeah. Infinity Stones, right? Because we've already, I mean, obviously, like uh, we knew it was coming, but it was Guardians of the Galaxy that really established our first look into one of the stones, and then we later find out that the, there were other stones around the whole time. Yeah, and uh, you know, some more obvious than others. Um, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, I you know, I'm also I'm looking forward to just see where the show ends up going. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, uh, I'll probably give uh, both these. Uh, I'll probably give the the first episode like a like a eight. Actually, no, I'm going both eights. I don't know about you. Um. Yeah, I feel like uh, episode three. I probably would give it an eight. Uh, this one, the latest episode, episode four. I probably would give it an eight point five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, that's one hell of a you know an idea you know rating but uh yeah i think this is uh we'll see how this the rest of the show goes thank uh, thank you guys for checking us out um if you guys want to follow us we have three social medias you can go out go check us out on there obviously it's facebook instagram and twitter all at the geek centurions we are most active on instagram and when you go there you'll find a link tree to all the podcasting sites that we are officially part of like google Podcasts, apple Podcasts, Castbox, spotify pandora all that kind there's also a link to the YouTube for all you audio listeners out there who want to, you know, put a face to the, to the voice. We're here, you know, you, this is how we look, sadly. Uh, and if you guys go on YouTube, be sure to like, comment, subscribe, hit the bell icon, all that kind of good stuff, you know, in a way that helps support us in so many ways. Um, we also have a Patreon, which is, we, we always have that up. It's always like there for people who, who want to. Um, we're, we're not, you know, obligating you guys to do it. It would be very appreciative if you do, in a, in a way for us to, you know, have a sort of backup so that if we ever want to do something big project-wise, it's there. And, yeah, you know, Loki's and Bad Batch, two good shows are on Disney Plus right now. I highly recommend go checking it out. Um, thankfully, we are going to be going back to some movie reviews because some movies are coming out that we're like, we want to talk about, so we'll let you guys know about that in the future. And yeah, guys, I hope you guys have a good one. It's me, your boy, Eli. It's me, Joe. We have the experience here. Hope you guys have a good one. And we are signing out. Peace.